0: cr101radio.com podcasts and more And welcome back to another episode of Preschool Pioneers. I am your host, Jeremy Walker. You can follow us on our parent network, CR101Radio, on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, Gab, and YouTube. And you can subscribe to this podcast on your preferred platform so you never miss an episode. Visit CR101Radio.com forward slash PreschoolPioneers for these links. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back to Preschool Pioneers. I'm glad to have you back for another episode. But we are going to be discussing why Christian education is so important, why Christian families and parents are so important, and why Christians should become teachers. This episode is entitled, C is for Childbearing, how children are being systematically miseducated about their bodies, the basic facts of biology, and the intentional and irreparable harm that is being done to children. I want to start this episode off with a couple of Bible verses to kind of give us an idea about what our job is as parents and, of course, as a Christian teacher. What is your job as well? Well, first of all, the family is designed by God and is the most basic institution in society. So I want to read these Bible verses to set the stage for us. Genesis one, twenty-seven through 27-28 So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing, That moveth upon the earth. And my second passage is from Deuteronomy six, four through nine. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and thou shalt be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house, and on thy gates." This right here is kind of the calling card of humanity and their responsibilities. God as creator has made man on purpose. And this is what people who are at war with God hate. They want to teach children that there is no creator, that there is no purpose for themselves or for the world. There is just a big, giant accident, and we just so happen to be sitting on this ball, what we call earth, and we just got here over time, through chaos, and by chance. This is completely false. It robs children of their identity and their purpose. God put man on the earth to be in charge of it, kind of like a gardener would be, somebody to tend the soil, to take care of God's world, and to live under God as his husbandman. Part of those duties is not just to be in charge of everything, but also how we're supposed to do it. Well, first, it's about children. Hence, the title of this episode is Childbearing. C is for Childbearing. Childbearing and having children is very important. And didn't you know it? It is under dispute, but it does take a male and a female to produce children, just like God designed But this is highly contested. I never thought that I would live to the day where the concepts of male and female were some way under attack or some way put into question. This, I would have thought if somebody went back in time, I'm now 43, go back to I was 12 years old and somebody would tell me that boys can become girls, girls can become boys and the world is just a galactic ball of chaos. I would have thought you had lost your mind. Which, of course, you would have. Because whenever we don't see the world of reality for what it is, there is a term for that. It's called insanity. Insanity. When a person cannot see the world as it is, and, of course, function within that world. That is the definition of insane. Which would mean that our children, vastly across the entire United States and the world, are being educated by people that are insane. They're crazy. They have lost their minds. And they want your children to follow them. Desperately. God not only gave children to the family, to the mom, to the dad, but this was also going to be their way their way for the future to have children but how are they supposed to raise those children i mean they're supposed to be raised to purpose and dominion over the earth but how are they supposed to raise them well very simple in deuteronomy 6 it talks about it god's commandments are our template for living in this world they're supposed to be within our hearts our souls our very root of us is rooted in God's commandments. The way we see the world is this is the only way that success happens. This is sanity. Anybody who teaches you that you can prosper through theft is teaching insanity. Anybody who teaches you can have fulfillment through, say, sexuality outside of The marriage bed is insane. They are teaching insanity. Anybody who tries to teach children that sexuality outside of God's given structure of the family and marriage is going to prosper you is someone trying to teach insanity to you and your children. Because we know you cannot violate God's laws, be promiscuous, And nothing happens to you. Every single year. Children. Who would grow up thinking this idea. Are riddled with disease. Because you cannot violate God's laws. Governing the use of our bodies. And not pay the price for it. I want to share something. On this episode. It's going to be pretty much what's going to occupy most of this episode. I want to share it and comment on it and discuss it because it kind of puts everything into one nice little package and said probably in better ways than I could. It was a video that I saw, a woman named Laura Aboli. Never heard of her before, but I came across a video that she was talking about this subject, about lying to children, about all the new modern stuff that we have and was her take on it. I want to go ahead and get started. I want to share some of her various takes. I've I've taken the kind of four-minute speech that she gave, kind of highlighting the problem. And then I want to share not only that, but also the solution. And I'm sure you're probably going to be shocked, but the solution is faith, the Christian faith. It is going back to the roots, the most basic ABCs of our world. Is teaching the Christian faith, the truth of the word of God, first in ourselves, to let it take root that it is the truth, and then to teach our children daily, all the time. We don't stop teaching our children. And then, of course, we have the Great Commission. We teach others. But let's go ahead, and I want to share these things in segments, and then I'll comment as we move forward. Here, let's listen.
1: The final goal is to eradicate humanity as we know it. Once you understand the final destination, it becomes much easier to look back and identify the psychological conditioning, the biological tampering, the cultural grooming and the educational prepping that we have been subjected to for decades in preparation to making us accept a post-human future.
0: Now, what she's kind of laying the stages for There's a presentation saying that we have a problem trying to point that out and put her finger on it for us. There is some kind of a plan that's out there. There's this kind of elitist cabal that's out there who's trying to lead humanity to a certain direction. A predestinated course, you could say. In this case, it'd be a concept of humanistic predestination and determinism as opposed to God's. Man creating for himself a new reality, not based on how God made him, but how man makes himself. He wants to escape, you could say, his position under God, his purposes under God. And to do that, he must destroy man. So let's go ahead and continue listening to the next segment here as she lays it out.
1: It takes a lot of physical and psychological abuse to get an intelligent species like ours to agree to its own extinction. Most, if not all, that has transcended in the last 60 years was designed to get us closer to accepting such a dystopian reality. Whether you care to accept it or not, we live in a hyper-controlled matrix where our perception of reality is meticulously planned, managed, and executed in order to control and steer us in whichever direction they wish. And the direction is a post-human world.
0: I'd like to start first by talking about this, uh, her concept about extinction. See, mankind has its own plans and purposes for itself, and it wants to self-direct itself determine its future apart from god and god's plan but his own and that's kind of what she is describing and she of course has her own ideas which i do not share about how these people are being successful being successful in controlling the world that's right you're just living in a matrix this is one big giant psyop and you are being controlled from the outside well There are people who are attempting to do what she is describing. They would love to have some form of success where this was concerned. But the truth is far from it. And this is why I say our faith is our root. Unlike what she fears is that mankind, this evil cabal is out there. And they have control of everything. This elitist group who are steering mankind and they are going to succeed. They are succeeding. Well, far from it is the case. God is the one who has all power and authority. He is the puppeteer, you could say. And every single person is dancing to his tune. This is our father's world, as that song says. It does not belong to man. Man is not outside of control. Christian parent and Christian teacher, I'm talking to you. You need to understand that. There are absolutely people planning stuff, but they're not out of control. They never have been out of control. God has never lost one second of control over his world, his creation, and nothing, not one deviation has happened from God's plan. We need to remember and teach what our faith says, the word of God, what it says about our Lord, what it says about God, about Christ. All power and authority. Knowledge from beginning to end. From the very beginning, the end was already set. Everything is spinning like a top. A Swiss watch, you could say. Evil is in the world, but it's losing. And every step they take, every step they take, is one step closer to them losing Take Christ and his cross as an example. A wonderful example of how mankind thought that they were winning. Got him up on that cross, got him crucified, made fun of him from when he was up on the cross and they were down below, and he was sitting up there in success and they thought he was losing. No, 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 no. Christian parent, Christian teacher, we are those who serve the alpha and the omega and see what's lacking isn't necessarily that she is not pointing out what's true that there is plans and purposes because we know that there are there are people trying to achieve their goals of humanistic determination the only problem is they will only end up with gods let's listen to some more
1: for this they first needed to destabilize dehumanize and demoralize humanity through every means possible. The destruction of the nuclear family, children being indoctrinated by the state, abortion, the eradication of God and spirituality from education, life in mega cities and away from nature, toxic food, air and water, social media replacing real human connection and interaction, engineered financial crisis and taxation, Endless wars and massive migration, stress, anxiety, depression, drugs and alcohol, constant fear-mongering, moral relativism as the new religion. And I could go on and on about how humanity has been influenced and forced to move away from all the things that give us strength, security, purpose, and meaning.
0: Now she is pointing out some very important facts about things that are happening. About how they are destroying people. Wait a second. Are they destroying somebody? Is there somebody on the outside? Some cabal coming for the kiddos? Did they force anyone? Anyone? Did they force the destruction of the nuclear family? Meaning the dad, mom, kids? Or or did we do that ourselves? Did each and every single family do that themselves? Yes, they did. They are not victims. No one is. No one has come down from the top and done these things to destroy you or your family. These things are off. See, she makes some good points, but the point is she's trying to paint the picture that everyone in the world is just a victim of these terrible people that are out there, and there's nothing we can do just sit and shrivel like a mouse and be scared let's listen to some more
1: a weak immoral disconnected ignorant and unhealthy population is an easy target for the next stage the creation of an entire generation of androgynous beings masculinity is under attack psychologically culturally and biologically. Women are being replaced in sports, entertainment, and politics by men pretending to be women. And children are being indoctrinated at school to think that gender is a choice. The transgender movement is not a grassroots movement. It comes from the top. It has nothing to do with people's freedom of expression, sexuality, or civil rights. It's an evil psyop, to with a clear agenda to get us closer to transhumanism by making us question the most fundamental notion of human identity, our gender.
0: I think most people after listening to this, especially if they're Christian, can understand that she is putting her finger on quite a few things. The goals, you could say, ...that the humans are attempting to achieve. There is a push, and there has been for a very long time... ...of kind of a worldwide culling of humanity, if you would... ...so that the world's population could be more manageable. And that is true. People do have those goals. They are trying to teach children and are doing a very good job of it. But who is forcing your children to attend those schools... Anyone? No, they're not. As the parent, you cannot blame this evil cabal for their attempted attack on your family. If your family falls apart, it wasn't somebody else. It was you that did it. If your children turn out bad, it's most likely your fault because you probably gave them over to somebody else. You did not do what Deuteronomy 6 is telling us we're supposed to do, is teach God's commandments to our children. All day, every day, dedicating our lives and our children to God and His commandments and the way He wants us to live. While all these things are true, it is not because someone is forcing these things upon anyone. That is what people are missing. And the way back is so simple. It's elementary, you could say. Keeping God's commandments yourself... Confessing your sins, refusing to blame others for your failures, being responsible for yourself, your family, and your children, and then trying your best to help others. Maybe become a Christian teacher, maybe start a Christian school. But ultimate power is not in the hands of the humanists of the world. They do plot and they do try to plan, but at the end of the day, they're dancing like a marionette, a puppet. God's allowing them only success to the extent that he wants it that serves his purpose. And no one, absolutely no one, can blame somebody else for their failures and for their sins. It does not matter how much darkness is in the world, and this is something that you have to remember as a Christian parent. A Christian teacher, the world is full of darkness, but it's also full of light. And guess which one wins? The light always wins. It scatters the darkness. We must live Christian lives ourselves. We must teach our children how to live godly. Teach them the standard. God is not mocked. He will protect his people. And the protection of your children depends upon you, Christian parent. You are their shield from any evil that's out there, and it cannot touch you. You are going to be giving yourself over to sin, yourself over to the darkness, giving your children over to the darkness, refusing to help your fellow neighbor to teach them. But you're not a victim. You're not a victim. It's time that Christian parents and Christian teachers understand how desperately the world is in need of them. The solution is evangelism. That's the solution. It's not a complicated subject all power and authority have given to our lord not to humus out there every plan they have is going to fail what is important is that we live in terms of that there is evil absolutely but we are the salt and the light of this world you are important christian parent christian teacher Don't be disheartened. Don't for one second think at any point in time that somebody has the upper hand over you. Your faith is the thing that is going to overcome this world, is what God tells us. No one can stop you. They should be the ones afraid of you. They should be the ones fearing every time you wake up and put on your shoes and step outside your door. Every time you teach your child, every time you teach others, they are losing. The darkness shrinks consistently every day just by you getting up and going to do the most basic things that you're supposed to do. The ultimate weapon, the ultimate weapon is the word of God and your faith. No one can harm you. No one can harm your family. And it's your job to give that hope to others. Don't make people think that the humanists of the world have the upper hand. Don't make them think for some reason that the world is out of control. It is not chaos. It is not chance. And they are not winning. They have their goals, but we have ours. They have their tools and we have ours. And we 100%, you must remember this are going to win without any qualifications we will win absolutely and so I want you tomorrow to wake up and I want you to put your smile on remember who we serve remember that we have a job to do and we are going to succeed the darkness will fail you just have to get up and go to work Christian parent Christian teacher, we're going to, to succeed. We will win and they will not. Thank you for joining me again. This is Jeremy Walker for Preschool Pioneers, signing off.